I'm Dick Banks. I'm the convener for Leeds City Council, uh, Unite representative. I'm the chair of the North East Yorkshire and Humber Unite Regional Committee. I wasn't really interested in school. Such a shame, really, because in history, we did the Industrial Revolution, and, and they always say you can remember a good teacher. The history teacher in uh, my secondary school, he was a real socialist. Graham Tricky, and he was excellent, but I just wasn't interested. And there's things now that I read about and I see on the TV, and, and it comes back to me, and I wish I'd have taken more of an interest because of my role within the trade union, you know. Left school, decided I wanted to be a plumber. I had one interview with Leeds City Council as for an apprentice plumber, and I was successful. That is what I've done since I did. Training we got at college was good. I think I went, I did every 12th week, I went to college for a week throughout the three year and a half years. I think. The extra half a year was solely to do gas which was a, an addition. And throughout the three and a half years, I did two nights every week at night school. But the actual, you know, on the job training, I worked with different people, worked on all kinds of uh, different projects from basic maintenance, going around washing taps in people's, you know, in council houses, to doing what we called all house improvements, going into empty properties, stripping everything out, full central heating systems, full bathrooms. And then I worked on, for a period of time, on public buildings like the Town Hall, Corn Exchange, things like that. I had uh, an excellent apprentice. It was very big. There was something like 2,000 craft workers. We used to set on 100 apprentices every year. It was uh, a part of the council. Still with the council, the name has changed over the years. In construction and maintenance services, in city services, it's now called LBS, which is Leeds Building Services. Still a large department, uh, about 600 people. In 2003, two-thirds of it got outsourced to another company. But next year, a third of it is coming back in-house, so we'll be up to almost a 1,000 people again. Tell me about the process. Well, it all came about in 1980 with the uh, Planning and Land Act. Uh, that Margaret Thatcher introduced, which meant that council building services had to put their work out to tender. The, the local authority could tender for it themselves, but if they weren't the lowest bidder, then that work would be outsourced and, and go to a private company. Leeds did very well. Nothing went out at that time because we built into the tenders quality as well as price, and we could be any private contractor on quality and then in 1987 we had something else called CCT compulsory competitive tendering that was the same setup it was just a way of moving work from the local authorities to the private sector CCT was bigger because that then didn't just include building and construction work it included catering cleaning grounds maintenance refuse a good number of authorities let a lot of their work go out to the private sector within leeds we did very well we've still got the refuse service still got catering cleaning 
everything very well management worked with the unions we streamlined I won't say we cut money but we we certainly streamlined and, and the work we did the work more efficiently uh, quality into the tenders rather than just the money side of it um, but in 2003 they then uh, there were all kinds of things like, like we started with planning and land act compulsory competitive tendering then we had something called best value different administration leaders been Labour most of the time, but we had uh, a, co- a coalition of Lib Dems and the Tories. It was decided to put two-thirds of the building work out to tender, and they did. And it, it, it was a sad day. Went to a company called Kea. Um, now on Tupi, so their terms and conditions were guaranteed and the pension scheme was guaranteed. But then they moved from Kea to Morrison's Constructions, mm-hmm. who didn't last long, and it then went to Mayers, who were a, a massive company. We've fought and argued to bring it back in-house, and last year we were successful. The first third is coming back in-house next year, in, in, 21, in June 21. The rest of it will be coming back in three years after that. The opposition in 2003, did that constitute any strike action, or was it, is it a public campaign? More than- no strike action for the building. It, it was a done deal. It was going to happen. Couldn't do anything about it. At the same time, um, no, that came after thinking of the the refuse strike. We had a big dispute in Leeds. That was that was 2010, 11. Tell me about. It was a difficult one because I was amicus at the time and I only represented craft workers. Didn't didn't represent any other workers. So the refuse workers were either in unison. GMB or the TNG, but the TNG at the time didn't have many what we call loaders or drivers. They had or most of the supervisors. So when they balloted, they got a no vote because the supervisors didn't want to take action, which meant anyone who was in the TNG couldn't go on strike. Right? The TNB and Unison members. Uh, had an overwhelming yes vote. So, unfortunately, it caused a bit well, a bitter taste for the TNG. But now, that was at the time that we were going through the merger we, with uh, Amicus and the TNG. We weren't fully merged. I was outside of it, so I wasn't really involved. I supported the dispute, naturally, as a uh, my branch and uh, id money. And the council caved in in the end. It was, uh, they were looking to change terms and conditions, reduce money and so on, and, and it was some big money for, for some of them. They would have lost lost a lot of money. They had a 12-week strike. and been demonstrated over the years, once they go private, the main interest of a, a private company is to make a profit and, and not fulfil a service. The biggest way they can make a profit is not by materials, but reducing wages, reducing terms and conditions. It's the individuals who suffer, you know, the workers, they're the ones who, who lose out. Whereas with a local authority, it's more about giving a service. And any and every well-run local authority gives a far better service than the private sector. You know, And, and there's people who work for local authority, who want to work for the local authority, not because it's it's work, 
but because they want to do a service for the public. They do very well, to be honest, because working for the council, the employer is actually the councillors, and being involved with the Labour Party, relationships are good. If I've got issues with the officers, then I just go to the politicians and, and get things sorted. So disputes are very rare. The only time I've been involved in disputes with the council is if there's been a national dispute, because our terms and conditions are negotiated nationally, and if we've got problems nationally, if it's about pay, pensions, or whatever, then we'll have strike action, industrial action, but that, that, that will take place locally, but they are national disputes. In all the time, you know, in the 34 years I've been involved, I bet I haven't been on strike more than six days. Music